Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. No one's going to know your business more than you do. And no one's gonna know the kind of value you can truly provide besides yourself. That is like your secret sauce. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business. Not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. 
We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business, and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. Welcome back to the show. My guest today is Bree Jacoby. She's the founder and CEO of the hottest growing personal shopping services called Bree Jacoby Home of Style, which currently operates in Los Angeles with members expanding across the country. She's also the host of the Undressed by Bree Jacoby podcast. It's about the lifestyle of entrepreneurs, socialites, and business moguls who have built or sold multi-million to billion-dollar businesses. Bree's styling company sold $1 million plus dollars in its first year and is currently on track for 200% growth with a team of personal shoppers. Bree has built a book of high net worth clients with their popular subscription-based membership model with stellar results of transforming people's wardrobes. She now has a team of stylists and is continuing to build up stylists to deliver exceptional experiences to the company's members. She also has an app coming out in 2021 for the clueless closet of personalized tools for members only. You guys, she is absolutely relentless on building this business. I think that you're going to pick up a couple key things that you can implement into your life and business when it comes to asking for what you want and asking for what you need. She truly has referral marketing down, you guys. Let's get started. Brie, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Me too. I'm so excited. Thank you, Lori, for having me. So this is so much fun because I got to be on your show uh, recently, which you took me like on a tour through my own closet, <laughs> which was really cool. And, you know, something about, you know, my life and just some different things that we talked about on your podcast. And we're going to talk all about you today is just how clothing and like how you show up and what you wear can be so transformative and can actually be used for self-development. Like you can kind of like dress as your higher self and force yourself to wear something that maybe you feel like you are getting judged on and you just have to like, you know, know that that's something that you want to be doing and really sit in that. And we'll kind of talk about all of those things. But I really want to hear about, for everybody who maybe is not familiar with you, I really want to hear about your current business and how that all got started. So I'll take you back to why and when I started my company. So I'm Bree Jacoby. I'm the founder and CEO of Bree Jacoby Home of Style. And my concept of starting this business was to revolutionize the world of luxury retail and how people shop and how they're serviced. My whole concept on retail was this. 
people are either, you know, shopping online or going into stores and making all their own decisions and wasting a lot of time and money buying clothes that they probably don't need, putting things away in their wardrobe that they're like, oh my God, I literally forgot what I even just spend money on because you put it in your closet and you forget, right? Yep. Or, you know, you're, you're going online, you get boxes and you get bombarded with boxes that show up to your house. And you're like, you know what? I don't even know how to style this. And I only like one of the pieces. So you end up shipping it all back. Mm -hmm. So I realized that there was just a lot of pain points in the process of getting dressed and also buying new clothes. Yes. But what if I could create a personal shopping service that partnered with all the top retail brands to recreate the experience of shopping in people's homes. So clearly you have a serious passion for just like helping people with the transformation of clothing and and style just in general in their lives. Um, And I want to dig into just where that came from in one second, but I have a million questions for you. So then you solved a pain point and then you did R&D. So you actually asked, so you listened and then you also practiced your pitch and your confidence. So it's not like it came naturally. You literally just were like, you must have seen it in your life where people did this and this was normal, where I think we can get really, really stuck with like, oh my gosh, you know, I should feel like I already know this. I should already be perfect at this. And you're like, no, we, you know, I'm going to practice this over and over in an elevator. Um, and then also you keep applying it to your zone of genius. Like, here's what I want to solve. Here's what I love. Let's see how it matches um, you know, with the people out there, what are the pain points that are out there? So I love, love, love that you, you literally just talk about the things as if they're natural. And I think that's huge because probably the environment, it sounds like that you were in and you grew up in that was normal. And so I, I love that people can just borrow your belief of what is normal. And I want to talk about what that belief is. So you said earlier on this belief is in your blood, like, who was that? Was it your mom? What's the belief? What did you see? And how do you apply that to like these scary, you know, things, whether it's asking, uh, you know, people that you wanted to work with, like to really, uh, give you a shot or, or what was that belief for you? I'll take you back to growing up and living in a home where my parents own their own company. And watching my mom, you know, I used to get so annoyed when she would drop me off at school. I I used to give her so much shit for this. She would drop me off at school and she'd be on phones with client, the phone with the client. All I want was her attention and she'd be working and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, now she's like, see, now you appreciate it because you work like me, but then you couldn't appreciate it. But in order to give you the life that I wanted to give you, it's what I had to do. And she's always been a mentor for me. My mom is, my mom grew up with like nothing and she's a total survivor and the biggest hustler I've ever met. I mean, you know, she really built a life for me and my brother and, you know, my dad had this little business and she came into it and then just started running it. And she's, you know, she was a top salesperson in medical devices. And then she got into window treatments, which is like, you can't even bridge the gap of how the fuck that's possible. <laughs> um, she, but my mom is incredibly confident. So I did watch a woman who is take no shit and take names kind of woman. Mm. Um, you know, my mom is the life of a part life of the party. And I watched her my whole life. And I think for a long time, I tried not to be like her. Mm. Uh, she goes, Brie, you need to be in sales. And of course, as a young girl, I fought with her every tooth and nail. It was like, Oh, you want me to be this? Let me not be that. You want me to read? Let me not read. You want me to ski? Let me not ski. 
And I am a challenger. It's my Enneagram. Number one is I'm a challenger. I challenge everything. I challenge everyone around me. I challenge ideas. I challenge, you know, probably why I'm innovative and why I like that is I love, love challenge. Yeah. And, you know, I would challenge her. And then she's like, I trust me, you need to be in sales. And I'm like, okay. And it wasn't until, you know, I started working for her. I got out of retail and I, I was at my last, you know, this was a, God, I was young at the time, 24 years old. And I was managing a retail company in Beverly Hills. And I, I said, I can't be here anymore. I just don't want to, I just don't see myself being a VP of stores or whatever. I want, I want to create, recreate an industry. Like that is my future of what I want to build. I don't know what it is yet, but I know I want to help people. And I know I want to change something and leave a mark on this world. And she goes, okay, well, why don't you come and work for us? And I thought, God, I don't know anything about window treatments. I'm also not that passionate about window treatments, but I love sales. I love meeting people. I could learn a lot with my mom. And I was, I was her right-hand person in the company for like three years. And I started getting into networking and she took me to my first event and it's scared shitless. And I'm a very confident girl, but I was scared shitless. I didn't know how to do it. I was like, my mom overpowers my personality when we go out. Sometimes I used to feel like that now, not so much because I have the confidence and the bandwidth to really hold my own. But at the time I was like, oh my God, this is so intimidating. I'm in a room full of people, double my age. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I just need to, and then I realized, you know, it's really easy. You just make friends with people. So she taught me these skill sets. There's a lot of skill sets. And I've also read a lot of books on it. I've read a lot of books on how you build a network and how you get referrals and how do you do that? And I also, how you do that. That is like huge. That's probably the biggest thing that I feel like we could gift people right now is, you know, when you say you just make friends, it's, you know, that's what you do. It's, but, but how, because I've been in rooms with 500 women where they literally do not understand that concept. So how do you do that? What are the, what are the keys? Oh, okay. So there's a couple things that you can do. I think people overthink the power of making friends and networking. So let's just give this example. Um, if you work out every day and you go somewhere and you work out, why aren't you making friends there? How easy is it to strike up a conversation and say, Hey, do you like soul cycles? I love soul cycle. I come here all the time. Oh my God. What days do you come here? Oh my God. Do you live around here? Cool. Do you have kids? Are you married? What do you do for work? And then what you, what you do and how you can really start becoming a master at this is your brain should start ticking. Like my brain is like a clock. Like the second I meet people, I'm like literally thinking, how can I help them Mm. the whole time? How can I help them? Who can I introduce them to? Are they single? Great. Can I help them get set up? Do they have a business where I can refer somebody to them? Do they, how can I help serve? It's not about you. That's Mm. the thing. When you're networking and when you're making friends, it is not about you. So I talk less. And I ask more. That is that's so good. Thing. I think that's I think that's the difference is like in the past we meet people and we say, How can I be interesting to this person? Well, exactly. well shit, you're not gonna come up with anything Correct. good because yeah. it doesn't it, add value. But I it, love that question. How can I help this person? Like thinking of yeah. that and piecing the dots together. It's people like to talk about themselves. So give people an opportunity to talk about themselves and they'll keep talking. Mm-hmm. And then because it's the most amazing person I've ever met, they cared so much about what I had to say. And the truth is that it's right. It isn't about you. It's not about what you, it's not about, because guess what? It'll come up naturally anyways. When yep. you start asking people about themselves, oh my God, Lori, tell me what you do. Like, oh my God, you're so cool. This, that. You start talking, you start digging deep on somebody. They're inevitably going to ask you unless they're kind of a POS, right? They're not going <laughs> to not like ask you a question about yourself, but Talk about them. The more you can talk about somebody else, 
Yeah. A, you're more interesting. B, you're more inquisitive. C, they're like, God, this person really cares. And the truth is that you should care because mm-hmm. it's not about you. And that is why whenever I meet people and I go to, I, I mean, I just went to my first event last week. It was, it felt like amazing. I finally got to meet people after a year of not socializing. <laughs> like, yes. Shit, Lori, like I would socialize like three times a week. I could go into a bar and meet guys by myself. I mean, I was just like on it. And I, I like, that is my passion in life. I absolutely love it. And I went to this event and I walked out with five business cards. I'm like, mm-hmm. boom, I'm going to make all these people clients with me. And guess what? It's genuine. It's genuine because they liked me. I got to know them. I didn't really talk about what I do. They asked me and you don't want to be the pushy salesperson or entrepreneur. That's like, Oh my God, look at me. Look what I do. Look how I can help you. Look at it. I don't, I don't talk about any of that. I don't talk about, Hey, I own a personal shop. I don't say, Hey, Lori, how are you? My name is Bri Jacoby and I run a personal shopping service. Do you need help? No, never. I, I mean, I would talk about the other person for probably a solid 10 to 15 minutes. And then they're going to say, oh, what do you do? And I'm going to say, oh yeah, you know, I own a personal shopping service. I'm not going to say you need to be a client. You need help. Nothing like that. I don't even bring it up. And then we just develop a friendship because mm. people work with people they like. If they think they're being sold, they're not going to want to work with you. So I'm like as assertive as I am. And I am probably the most assertive person. I even know I'm very assertive and I take no, I don't ever take no for an answer unless someone's like straight up. Absolutely not. <laughs> then I will. <laughs> But, you know, I'm like a go mode, like, let's do this. Like, I'm always so pumped and energy is like, a, you have to transfer of energy is number yes. one. Key sale. If oh you're God, excited, yes. it could be, I sell trash for a living. Mm-hmm. If you're that pumped about selling trash for a living, other people are going to be pumped about you selling trash for a living and they're going to want to help you. So it's really, again, I think my special like skill set of what I've learned with how to meet people and how to make friends is stop talking about yourself because people are going to ask anyways. And it's way more attractive to help somebody that's like less in your face, but really passionate and really hungry. And you, but you need to be that lending the olive tree. It needs to be less about you, more about the other person and how you can help serve. And that is, that's probably my key to success with how I've built such a huge network. But with referral business, I think, you know, years ago when I was at Trunk Club, I used to be super intimidated by asking for referrals. I'm like, Mm. it's so awkward to ask for a referral because it should just come natural. Right. But the thing is that a lot of people don't always think about you and it's not mean. It's not that they're vindictive. It's not that they're selfish. It's just nature. People are busy. They're busy doing what they do. They're busy working. They have, maybe they have a new home. Maybe they have kids. Maybe they're going to school. You don't know what their situation is like, but they're not, most people, unless they're a total connector, aren't going to sit down and say, Hey, I have 20 new leads for you. Here you go. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not that easy. So I would say you need to make friendship, a friendship first. And then second is like, how can you serve them? How can this be a win-win situation? Not like I take, 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 take all the time. Um, it needs to be win-win. And I would say the next thing is like, you know, a follow up is key to relationship building. You have to follow up. It can't be, I mean, that's, I think where most salespeople go wrong or most people that are building a network go wrong is they don't follow up. It's all about the follow up. It sometimes oh God, yes. takes 12 follow-ups to get a client. I mean, shit, I've had a conversation with this guy who called me this morning. Who's a huge real estate agent. I have been trying to get him for two years two years. He follows us on Instagram. He, I mean, I like I'm homies with this guy and that's the thing. I just make everyone friends with me. 
And then we're friends and it's like genuine. And they're like, of course I want to work with Brie because she's like my friend. She gets me. And that's what I want people to feel when they work with me or anyone in my company. It's like, it's less about the sale and more about let's be friends. And you're going to want to work with me because I'm friends with you anyways. And people, like I I said earlier, it's just people do buy from people they like. And my mom taught me that. Um, And, you know, now I'm not afraid to ask for referrals because that's how I've built this. And I say to people, you know, I do different things. Like when people are members with us, they get two comped edits to gift to, uh, you know, some of their choice, again, to build our referral network. We do that and it helps them, right? It's a win-win. Cool. Can I help serve you and make you look great? But then also, can you send us two people that you think would appreciate this? So I I really try to think of everything as a win-win, even with my retailers, with my, my employees, with my friends, it's never like, give me everything. And like, I use people. I don't, I can sense that from a mile away. I don't like that. So I'm, I'm very much a giver and I'm very much like, how can I help? Um, and then it, it just comes twofold. And, you know, you and I spoke about this. It, it needs to come from a genuine place. It can't, I am not fake at all. I mean, if someone, if I don't like somebody, which is rare, people know I am <laughs> like, what you see is what you get. I don't bullshit. I'm very East coast. I'm much more New York than I am Los Angeles. And even though I'm from here, um, you know, and, and so now I just ask for referrals because I'm like, listen, I'm growing a book of business. I need your help. Like, do you have a couple CEO clients or friends? Or I always like tap into what they do for a living too. That's another thing I would, I would teach people is if you're going to ask for a referral, ask what their network is, right? Cause birds of a feather flock together. Yes. So, right. So Lori, if I said to you, you know, do you have five names of other women that are Oh, run businesses, you could come up with probably a list of a hundred, but you have to make it specific to people. If you just say, Hey, will you just send me to, you know, do you have like five friends that you could refer to me? You're making it harder on that person to try to think of who they know for you. So if you are looking for specific people mm-hmm. to help you grow your business, that is what you need to ask. And you need to be smart about who you're asking and what their network is. Cause if, if someone is a surgeon, let's say, and you were like, I want more doctor clients. Perfect. Then you say to that surgeon, Hey, can you refer me five more doctors like you that could really use my service? Not, Hey, do you have five friends? Let's take a minute here so I can tell you about Grammarly. Because if you write anything in the world, whether it be a post, emails, books, whatever that is, it's all about how you are communicating with people and making better connections means it's not just about what you say, but how you say it. And let me tell you, writing confidently and getting real-time feedback and guidance on tone, word choice, clarity is amazing. I love Grammarly because it helps me so much to not be redundant. I don't know about you, but it's really easy for me to overuse the same words again and again. And I love that it's constantly giving me new things that I can say. It also gives me clarity suggestions. It helps me write clearer, more concise sentences without unnecessary or redundant words. And it really helps with clarity checks, tone, and even plagiarism. I can't tell you how much that helps when you are writing a book and it comes to understanding if it's your thoughts or maybe someone else's. It is going to massively help you get your point across even better, which we know is one of the most important things that we can do. You guys, Grammarly Premium helps you communicate more effectively with advanced real-time feedback. It also has advanced suggestions on grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, and style. 
It's truly the perfect tool to be able to help people, whether it is in your emails, in work, whether it's just in social posts. You guys, you can harness the power of Grammarly on every single platform with their desktop editor, browser, plugin, and mobile apps. You can truly improve your writing on all of your favorite sites, Outlook, Gmail, Twitter, LinkedIn, and more. Make a statement, you guys. Don't just say it. You can have clear, flawless text that's so impressive to everybody. So do more than just spell check. Say what you really mean with Grammarly Premium. Get 20% off Grammarly Premium by signing up at grammarly.com forward slash happy. That's 20% off at G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash happy. Oh my God. I want to talk about this because you're giving so many amazing freaking referral tips and actually this whole thing. I'm I'm just going to name this all about networking and referring because I actually think it's one of the biggest Love pieces it. of business that other that people miss out on. And you are like the queen uh, because you've built it into your business. Like it's actually in your business model is to yeah, just like you said, like giving it, you know, because it's an organic thing for you to refer other people. So why wouldn't, you know, you also ask for referrals? Um, so as far as uh, just getting different referrals and being really specific, I just want everyone to like understand what she's saying here. What you're saying is just like, if you don't go to that first person and potentially offer them something, right? Like I know when I was getting referrals for training, I wanted to train higher end like customers who wanted to pay a little bit more, who wanted yeah. more of that, like, you know, personal attention and I, I wanted to start charging higher because I really felt like I was putting in the time for it. Um, so with that, it's like I would go find that one client and ask referrals. So just like you said, tell us about how we start establishing that first relationship, especially with that person who feels a bit like out of our comfort zone. Maybe it's someone that we've never worked with before and we're afraid they're going to be like, who the hell are you? Like, what do we do with those people? Step one is figure out what people's pain points are. Hmm what is going to hit them where it hurts, right? You need to figure out exactly what their goals are, exactly what they don't have time for and what their pain points are. And then from there, you A, know how to pitch to them because you know how to, every pitch should be skewed differently depending on who you're talking to. And only until you become a master at it, will you be able to become so natural to say, I have a pitch for every single person, right? I have a pitch for a CEO. I have a pitch for this person but you really need to figure out people's pain points. And the mm. only way you're going to be able to figure that out is by doing what I said earlier, which is for the 10, 10 to 15 minutes, you aren't talking about you. You are talking about them and you are figuring out who they are and what they give a shit about. I think a lot of it is emotional intelligence. I think you need to be able to read a room and read people. and know, I, I think you also, I think another skill set in sales is just like becoming a chameleon. I think you need to know how to, when to tone it up, when to tone it down. Um, you know, and like, I have very different sides of my personality. So if I'm around someone who's like really loud, I'm going to be louder because that is a part of me. I'm like totally that person. Mm -hmm. But if I'm talking to someone calmer, maybe a little softer approach than I need it, I need to mirror what that person is giving me. Even with body language, you do the same thing. So if you're on a couch talking to a potential client, and you're casual, or if let's say feed off them, if they're very casual, you need to be casual. If they're wearing casual clothes, you should be wearing casual clothes. It needs to be a mirror and mm-hmm. you feed off other people. It's not just like you setting the tone. It's 
No, you need to conform to what is also in front of you because you need to make someone comfortable. Mm. And so when you're, when you're kind of going after, I think the client that you're looking for is you need to figure out your value. No one's going to know your business more than you do. And no one's going to know the kind of value you can truly provide besides yourself. That is like your secret sauce, right? You know that you can change this person's life or give them an experience or give them whatever it is that you're trying to sell. And at the end of the day, you are selling yourself. Every single person is a personal brand. And that's why I'm so big on styling people into, you know, individuals, because it is a personal brand. You are selling yourself at the end of the day. I don't care what you do for a living. You could be an attorney and you're still selling yourself. Yes, totally. Right. Um, But you need to know your value and how, and the other thing is like the confidence to know that what you do might really change this person's life. Mm. So for herbs, I want to be known as like styling these massive, massive people. And so I, I actually went on Bumble business. This was when I, this was a year into my company and Allie Webb, who is funny enough, you guys are starting that pod t- podcast together. She's a very close friend of mine. Um, you know, I was like, oh my God, we connected on Bumble business. And I'm like, I have been like, it is, I have been manifesting working with her and like all these massive leaders. Like this is exactly the woman that I want. It's exactly what I want. And I think you need the vision too. You need to know what you want. I you can't just like go out and like aim, aim, you know, aim aimlessly to get results. I think you really need to know what you're trying to go after and like really focus on that. And we ended up meeting and becoming, and she became a client with us. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. She's my first big CEO client. This is a, you know, founder. She's huge. This is amazing. And then she was at a panel and then she was on a panel with Payal Kadakia, who's the founder and CEO of ClassPass. And I'm like, I want, I want pile now. And I didn't give a shit. I, that's the other thing too. It's like, you only are going to gain confidence by, by getting yeses. Once you start hearing yeses from clients that you want, you're going to get so much confidence to be like, now I know I can do it and just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it because you know, it worked, you know, the pitch worked, you know, that whatever the thing is that you're going to fall a lot. But in order to start running, you have to keep following and you're going to crawl, walk, run. And that's the approach you need to take at life. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make her a client. So I went right up to her after the panel. I go right up to her. I'm like, you need to be my client. I'm not kidding. Like, I need to work with you. I need to style you. And she's like, oh my God, I really need a stylist. But had I have not done that, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? That's always my, what's the worst that can happen? Someone says no to you. Okay. Who gives a shit? Next person. Exactly. That's my mentality is like, I don't give a shit because if this one person says no, I'm going to have 10 yeses behind them. So I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to, you know, break down every single wall until I continue building my dreams. And no one's going to stand in the way of that. And it's that kind of passion that I think people need to have in order to be like, if I, they'll do anything. And I'm an entrepreneur. And, you know, I said like my legacy in this world is to change this industry and help as many people as possible feel as good as I do when I get dressed. Like that is my ultimate passion, the, what I'm serving. So it's my responsibility to make sure everyone I meet knows that and Mm -hmm. they should feel that. And I need to leave that mark on them. And, you know, I went up to her, I'm like, literally in my head, I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? Do you, of course I was nervous, but also I'm kind of like, whatever, who gives a shit? Like She's a human. Like she's yeah, a you'll never know. You'll yeah, never know unless you try. You never know unless you try. And by the way, it doesn't matter because even if she did have another stylist, I know what I do is so different and unique and good that my I was taught this by a trainer a long time ago that not everyone shopped at the same grocery store. 
Mm. right? You could have some, you could go to Whole Foods, you go to Ralph's, you go to Pavilions, you go to Gelson's, you go to Air One. Perfect. It doesn't mean that one person needs one stylist. And that was my mindset too, is like, I don't really care if they have a stylist. I don't really care because that person might not do what I do and that's okay. So I think it's like a a confidence, but you only are going to get confidence by continuing being uncomfortable. Yes. And I was uncomfortable. I mean, I was uncomfortable going to events when I first started doing this. I was uncomfortable with my pitch for the first year of my company. I was going back to the mom thing. When you asked me that question. I didn't get to finish. And I, I would love to just finish this part, which is when I started, before I started my company, I planned it out for about six months. So I not only researched the industry, I talked to a lot of stylists. I did a lot of legwork on like who I wanted to produce my custom clothing. And I knew that if I could just sell custom clothes, I could have a pretty big company because I would make a lot of money in that sector of my business. But I didn't have a business model. I didn't plan it out. I thought I'm going to solve this problem and I'm going to figure it out. And I knew I had the confidence to sell and I knew I could sell anything. So I'm like, you know, worst case scenario, I'll either start another company or I'll go into my parents' business. So yes, I do have the luxury of that. And I know a lot of people don't have that to fall back on. And I had saved a lot of money too. So, you know, I did have that sense of security made me, I think also more confident, but you know, I had the custom thing. And then I, I thought, you know, I called my mom before I quit trunk club and I said, what if, it doesn't work out, Mm. which is not like me. I'm pretty ballsy and I go for it. But at the time I hadn't had a company and I said, what if it doesn't work out? And she says to me, you always do this, Brie. You did this before your bought mitzvah dance when you went and performed in front of 200 people and you were scared and almost didn't go out. And what did I do to you? I told you to get your ass out on the stage. Mm. And I said, yeah. And she's like, so what are you going to do? You're going to jump and figure Mm. it out. Just jump. And I was like, oh my God. And I just got chilled because when she said that to me, I'm like, she's right. Like, Mm -hmm. what do I have to lose? What Mm -hmm. do I have to lose? Either I don't do this and regret it my whole life. And I have a pit in my stomach and be miserable working for other people. Mm -hmm. Or I do this and I build a huge brand that changes this entire industry. Mm -hmm. And and then I never looked back and I have not had a fear or a doubt in my mind since my mom told me that. And I, you know, I did it a guy one time, this a couple of years ago, this guy, and he goes, you are fearless. And I'm mm. like, no, it's not, you know what? I am fearless. I am fearless now, but I did have fear then, but now I have so much confidence because I know what we do solves such a big problem for people that it's like our service to the world to get as many people transformed as possible. So I, when I talk to new people, I think this is another thing that everyone can learn listening is again, you know, your value, it is your job in your conversation after getting to know somebody to describe the value you provide to them, to other people. And if you can, if people can't see value, then they're going to say no. Yeah. They need to see the value. What do you do? How can you change my life? And again, it's not about you. It's about them. Mm -hmm. How can you help them? How can you help them? And so, you know, that was my thing. It's like when I talk to, you know, new clients and let's say I wanted a huge heavy hitter, you know, we changed our membership and we have like different tiers now. And I only work with the top tier and I have a styling team. And, you know, that was a new change for me too this year. It was like, I am no longer serving 
you know, this caliber of a client. I can only work with the top clients, influencers and VIPs. And that is why I'm building a company and why I'm building a sales team is so we can serve as many people as possible. But unfortunately my time is so limited now that I can only really tackle you know, the big top notch, but also I need to be strategy all day long. How am I going to build the brand? What can I do to move the needle? How do I build this? And that's where I'm at now, three and a half years then. Um, but you know, it was scary. It was like, I told myself January one this year, this is how I'm pitching my company. If people want to work with me, if they don't want to spend that, that's totally fine. We have other people on my team that can serve. And there's a lot of companies like that. There's law yeah. firms like that. There's, I mean, you probably change your price points to work with you. You know, you have to do that to grow. And I think it is scary. The unknown is very scary, but the only way to know if it's going to work is to try it. Yes. And if it doesn't work, okay, you fall, you go back, go back to the other thing. And I'm all about change. Um, I like innovation. I like thinking quick. I like to implement pretty fast and, you know, in the infancy stage of your company, like you have to keep your baby as Payal has coached me and taught me is, you know, the first three years, three to five years, your company is an infant. And if your infant is sick, it is your job to make sure your infant isn't sick. And my infant was sick in the beginning of this pandemic. It was sick. And I had to, you know, let go of a couple of the nannies and really step in again as the mom and say, I'm not going to let this baby get sick. Mm. And I went right back down to my core roots of selling again. And I went right back down and I don't have an ego either. And that's another right. thing that I would love everyone to have as a business owner is I don't give a shit. I'll take out the trash. I'll get down on my knees and clean the floor. I have zero ego. And there is no, like how I treat myself in this company is, is how I treat others in my company. And I'm, I'm tough. Um, but I'm not t more tough on other people than I am on myself. I'm just mm -hmm. as tough on myself. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I have really high standards. I have really high expectations of, of myself, of what I want to create and what we can do and how we can really help people. Um, and I, and I think quick and if I know something's not working, I fix it immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and we wanted to create more value this year with the pandemic. And what I realized is we had all these different tiers of memberships and we were selling a ton of virtual memberships when we started the program and COVID and the whole deal. But what I realized is what if we could actually provide more value, which is again, I always think of how to provide more value to people. And I'm like, how could, how could I provide more value to people if they're buying virtual? Well, what if, you know what, maybe instead of these day rates that are kind of annoying that no one's really buying, like they're not paying for us to fly out to them. What if we just include that in the different packages? So I thought, I think that might be smart. What if we start selling premium and VIP to include round trip flights to people? Because mm -hmm. we have so many members in Arizona, in New York, I mean, DC, Boston, I, I, I mean, so many places in the States now that God, well, how can we provide that? So we changed that recently, but our premium members now get two round trip flights for their stylist to fly out there. Mm -hmm. And then the VIP gets four with an additional user. Oh my God. So we'll test it. I mean, I think that it provides a lot more value. You can, you can, if your people are going to spend money, they want to spend money and know that they're going to get something in return. I mean, period. If, I mean, it's how I think too, if I'm going to buy something from somebody, I want to know that like it makes financial sense. So yeah, I'm hoping that is successful for us, but that was a very recent change because I, I thought it was last month and last month was a little 
interesting. It was interesting. January is always kind of slow for retail, but I, it gave me time to think about what are we doing that could be better that we're not doing already. And then I thought, okay, you know what? A lot of people want to see us in person now, but we're not selling these day rates. So let me just include more value in the packages. And then we can sell those instead of just virtual memberships. Well, I love that everything that you're pointing out, like it goes back to a question and also you're not attached to things. Like you're willing to try it. You're willing to go back and ask. You're always willing to go do more R&D. You're always willing to just go and try it and not worry if people like say something about you because you're like, if it's coming from a well-intentioned place, then that's great. And I think if anybody can even borrow 1% of your belief and confidence from this, they're going to gain so much. Oh my God. So grateful for you. I could talk to you all day. Um, Where can we find you, follow you, work with you all of the things. Oh my gosh, everybody. I would love to work with you. Um, our website is www.breejacoby.com and I'll spell it out for you. It's just B R E E J A C O B Y. Our Instagram is at Breejacoby official. You want to add me on my personal, it's just my name. Uh, but I try to separate the brands now and <laughs> our, uh, you know, to get started again and we get everyone started the same way. It's either the virtual closet edit which is about 90 minutes long, or it's the in-home. We do in-home servicing for Los Angeles and Orange County. But again, if you remember, we can fly out to you. And yeah, I, we would love the opportunity to work with you. Um, also on Pinterest, I think it's another, if you don't work with us, um, go on our Pinterest page and download it. It's just at Brie Jacoby. Um, home of Style for Her is the one thing you should look at every morning. If you're a woman, if you're a man, it's Home of Style for him. And it's the most inspirational way to get dressed every morning. And you'll get so many ideas just from looking at our Pinterest that will reinvigorate your style. It'll make you feel confident. Um, And also I would recommend if you don't have matching hangers, please go on Amazon and buy matching hangers and make sure everything is color coded and in categories. And that's my biggest tip of the day. If you don't hire us and if you do, then welcome to the family. Oh my God, that's huge. I did that a couple of years ago and it really did change my life. It saved time from going, where's my black turtleneck? To like, oh, there it is. So, so amazing. I'm so grateful for you, you guys. One thing that we love to do for our guests is to, um, if you listen to this podcast, make sure you screenshot it, upload it to stories and tag Bree, tag Bree's business. Um, and let her know what your biggest takeaway was. Like, did she totally inspire you? Did you borrow a little bit of her confidence to just go out there and ask for that referral? Did you go try some new networking events? Tell us what it is that you took away from Brie. And that is like such a gift that you can give to people. You guys so grateful for you for always tuning in and until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? 
In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community without an online community you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement which is what i know that we're all after and you can build trust or monetize your audience when you get community right not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. 
Did you know that I have a community text number? For real. My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.